welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Zach, can you make sure the, the, the framing on the left side of the, the scaffold is a yeah. little off kilter? Can you make sure that they're getting that set? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh hey, hey, um um Tony, can you please will you will you Tony Tony yeah, boss. Take, the, take the headphones off. Sorry, boss, what's up? You're you're, you're working, you're working right, right now. Right, sorry. Alright, thanks, Tony. Alright, um, Zach, now the, the anchor point should be pretty set for getting us far into the far distant future. Yeah. Um, I think that we got all, you got the, the Mercury, right? Yes. You got the, the, the last little bit of Stardust. I obviously got it. You got the construction paper? Okay. Yes, I got, I got Um, it all. Okay. Thank you. And then you, you did the paper mache folding and all that. That's, hey, paper, uh, Tony, you're hey, the one to get down. Hey, Tony, Tony, get, off Tony, the get back here hey, now! Oh God! Oh no! Wait, Griffin, wait, it's, wait, it's still that, working. It's, is it? It's opening. It the portal's opening. The portal's opening. This Griffin, shouldn't have been. The, no, 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 no. Griffin, something, something's coming through. Oh God! Something's coming through. The wait, wait, wait. is that Griffin? Is that um? He- is that, hello, guys. Is that uh, Zan from the Palimpsest podcast? Zan? You know, Ghostlight Media. What? Wait, wait, why am I... Wh- Hello. Hello, Sam, hi guys. what are you doing here? Uh, 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 I was walking around and uh, I fell into a portal and now I'm here. Hey. Well, where where were you walking around? I guess that's kind of an important question well, because... Well, I've been spending a lot of time uh, in the Ninth World uh, that uh, I've been uh, doing a lot of research there. So we're talking like a billion years into the future from where we uh, probably wow. are right now. Oh, that 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 makes sense. You, oh, were you doing uh, research for the for your new podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Numenera podcast, so I, I figured I should spend some time far in the future to figure out what the world would be like huh. there. Our time oh, well, portal that's... worked far better than anticipated because oh, I was only trying to go like like you know a couple hundred millennia, but like. But hey, you know, we, you get what you get. And hey, we, we, and then we got Zan visit, hey. and that's what's important. Now. Awesome! But, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad Sam. your time portal worked. This is pretty cool. Um, is it? Is this your shop? Yeah. I've actually never been here. Yeah, is this this is yeah, your first no. time here, isn't it? Yeah. Come inside. I'm Tony. Tony, you and you guys, you got you guys can take five. Okay. Yeah, Tony, get, get the boys on break. Get them lunch. Um, they've they've been working hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the shop. Uh, I guess uh, actually, Zan, since you're here. Um, I mean, like, like I'm ha- happy to show you around, but would you mind actually, like, I don't know, helping us out with this with this episode today? Yeah, for sure. Because we've oh. been we were brainstorming, and uh, frankly, the idea well is a little dry, a, a little bit. Um, but uh, well, yeah, if you're here, I guess we can just do a classic, uh, quick intro to the show real fast. Yeah. So, uh, hey, everybody, uh, welcome to Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach, a cheerful delve who fights with panache. Hi, everyone. I'm Griffin, a charming Jack who leads. And I'm Zan. I'm a creative right who builds tomorrow. 
And if you have no idea what that means, then you should check out the Cypher system over at uh, Ghostlight Media's new Palimpsest podcast. Uh, but we'll get some more of that at the end of the episode. But we have a guest. We have our friend Zan with us here today. Yeah. Hi. I wasn't expecting Zan. to be here, but this is totally cool. I'm excited to help hey, you out. happy surprises. Yeah. Happy surprises. Yeah. So, Zan, I have a question for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So you've been, you know, uh, uh, strutting around in the ninth world. I have. Otherwise known as, as Numenera, I do believe so, yes. That, yes, that is, that is the name of the, uh, the world at large, um, the, the setting. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, um, beautiful. See, we over here at, the, at Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, um, as Griffin uh, mentioned, mm-hmm. um, the idea well has runneth a bit dry. Um, you don't happen to have any sort of... Um, Ideas for you know fantastic creatures that we might maybe be able some to like books. Yeah, some yeah. Here, here. Give me a second. Um, let me get into my bag here for a moment. Uh, I carry this around with me just in case I run into anything. There's a couple of these. Yeah, no, yeah, no but this is uh, this is uh, the Ninth World Bestiary. Yeah, this will Ooh, give you a, a nice snapshot of of creatures and little beastie friends that you might be able to find. Oh my God. Well, you it's know hefty. what? Since you're here, oh my god, and, and to celebrate the launch of your brand new show and the, you know, uh, of the fantastic strides with what Ghostlight Media, things? why don't we do a, a whole show about creatures hey. from uh, from the ninth world? Huh? Hey, that sounds great. I, I'd love to talk about the things I've been Fresh seeing. Pop. Sorry, I was in the book. This is to- yeah, I love this. There's the nothing theory. disturbing in this book at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I found my one. I found what I want to talk about. You found okay, Zach. We need to get these immediately. Okay, tell me, tell me all about them, please, and thank you for the sake of this program, Zan. In your adventures, have you ever come across? I mean, I think this is what I became in the ninth world. Okay, I feel like my essence got scattered into stardust, and I created griffalos from my being. Yeah, it's called a griffalo. It is. I have seen them. Uh-oh. They're they're kind of uh, herd creatures. I've seen them off in the distance. Oh my god! So, the, so yeah, give give us the rundown. Yeah, sorry, I'm in awe here. Um, according to the Ninth World Bestiary, griffalos are omnivorous animals of the plains. Sometimes communities of nomads herd them, valuing the shoulder high quadruped for all. Oh, for the many delectable ways the cured meat from the creature's back or sides could be prepared. I well, mean, that went dark real quick. I mean, look, I'm tasty. What can I say? I am now a tasty jack who leads. Ooh. Um, tasty jack. <laughs> <laughs> the animals are otherwise notable for their great tusks. No two individuals have the same size and style. How charming. Uh, mm. And their oddly empathic and human-like eyes and the varying number of orifices that puncture each griffalo's neck. Blood. So I'm seeing here, it's it's vaguely, you know, it's I was gonna say horse-like, but it's not that horse-like. It almost has like a feline-ish body. Yeah, it's 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 vaguely feline-esque. It has but kind of like, paws and a tail like that. But then the neck is very horse-like. Yeah. Because yes. horses got those wide necks that start like right at the shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some frills, some tall ears, some weird tusks that apparently are completely unique to the griffalo. And there are these random holes on their necks, which is Ooh. something. Um, 
It says here in the bestiary that explorers who study Agriffalo's orifices might note that the openings seem oddly designed, with screws and insertion nodes that seem like they were manufactured rather than evolved biologically. Yeah, so a lot of, like, the interesting thing about a lot of the creatures that you might uh, encounter in the Ninth World is that because we have such a, a long history of various things, there are a lot of genetically modified and laboratory created things out there some stuff does evolve and you mm -hmm. know work its way up to its current state but there's a lot of stuff that might have been invented yeah it's almost like someone decided to some some megacorp somewhere in like the eighth world decided to make the superfood animal and it's like, mm -hmm. eat one Griffalo a day, and that's all you'll need for the entire year, kind of thing. And then the Griffalos rose up against their corporate overlords and rebelled because they're proud creatures. God damn it. <laughs> now, now, Griffin, yes. does, does the bestiary mm. say what the orifices are for? No. <laughs> no. All right. I don't think so. Um, there's, just some, there's just some neck holes just for, for aesthetic. For aesthetic purposes, you know, like you know. piercings. Oh man, like I want to see. I want to yeah, see like a Griffalo who has like who, who has like a, uh. a neck septum. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Hey, God. what's going on? You should really think about it. You know, it really makes a statement about who you are and what you think about society at large." Well, I I, yeah. I went up a size last week. It's real sore now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well it kind of reminds me of you know like when people get those really gross gauges like on their lip yeah. and like you can like see through to like their teeth like yeah like on the cheek and you, yeah and you sit there and you're like how do you not drool out of that all day more importantly how do you eat I don't know without but like, anyway anyway um, it kind of reminds me of that I would not mess with Griffalos though if like they seemed really friendly and yeah. really handsome and charming but um <laughs> Are um, they also charming jacks? Um, I think they're charming griffalos who fuck shit up with their orifices. Uh, they apparently have poison in their tusks, oh. uh, so you best be mindful for that. And uh, they can herd up into the hundreds, and as any herd animal, any sort of stampede is not a place you want to be in front of. That would be bad. <laughs> I appreciate that in this book there are notes for dealing with how many hundreds of creatures. Yeah, no, especially with that 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 lion like body. They probably got that powerful build. Yeah, move real quick. Yeah, they are like, like they are oh, like plain and grassland type of creatures. Um, there are matrons who seem to be a bit burlier than the rest. So you're okay. kind of pack leader mentality. It seems. Nice. Um, they do, unless hungry, they do prefer to avoid conflict with humanoids, which is nice. A nice touch. Yeah, they typically um, tend to, to keep to themselves unless you provoke them, which I've seen mm -hmm. happen. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah, it says lone Griffalo matrons are almost always aggressive and territorial. So you got your give and take. You got your, your friendly uh, uh, Griffalo squad heading out to, to rule the day. And then you've got your lone, maybe someone got separated off and has got to fend for themselves. But I oh, want, I, Zach, I need like seven of these immediately. I mean, I, you were afraid to get a dog in your apartment. I don't know if you're going to be able to keep I seven need, grown gr griffalos I in your apartment. I will keep them in the shop. 
It will be fine. I will, Zach, please, I'll feed them. I'll water them. I'll walk them every day. Well, you got, you got look, to be careful, though, because we're talking about a herd here. If these are herd animals, you're going to need, need at least 100 of these bad boys. I mean, boys. we're also not a bodega in Brooklyn, okay? <laughs> we don't just have random cats walking around. Can you imagine just walking? Because, like, these are not small creatures. Just if if someone, you just walk in to get your, your combos on your bus ride to work, and this thing is just laying on three-fourths of the counter, just oh, chewing God. cud, just... I just wanted my, my cigarettes and my monster energy, okay? <laughs> oh, bro, that'd be horrifying. I love that. It also have to be a really big bodega. Yeah. The, now, a, a mega dega, mega dega, a mega dega, mega dega. I like that. That's good. Now, something Super that interested dega. me about you, what you said about their, uh, I like that it describes it as great tusks. They're great tusks, and that none of them are the same. I want to see a griffalo like fashion show, ooh. but with tusks. Yes. And it's like, ooh, Monica's sporting this spring's you know greatest ooh, look. Ooh, ooh. More <laughs> more than a fashion show, like a uh, like a dog show. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, Purina would be all over yeah. that shit. <laughs> Purina, if you want to sponsor uh, a pet shop, we can get this going you for you. sponsor uh, a, a, a Griffalo show a billion years in the future, hit us up. Eventually. Eventually. Someday. Eventually. If you survive eight civilizations. We'll bite our yes, time. Yes, leave us a Bill and Ted style note and we'll get it. <laughs> that way it'll mil- become true. In a few million years. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, what, the one thing that also I like, I think my favorite feature about them aside from everything else, is the eyes. Because they are very human eyes. And while I think that should be disturbing, it only makes me love them more. I, I mean, I guess. look at that. It's also, but then you scoot to between them, and they've got that, like, almost, like, skeletal-looking nose. But look at the eyes, Zach. I mean, I guess. When you I tell guess. me this, when you look into a Griffalo's eyes... Is it reminiscent of looking into my eyes? Better or worse? You can be honest with me. That's fine. Equal. Oh. Okay. Griffin will remember that. I'll go with equal. Okay, equal. This is a weird energy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but, you know. (laughs) Look, these things are are made of my essence. This must be true. We share a name. From the sky to the land to on the land, but with all four of your hands and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I require. I think. I think griffalos are. I think we should pick up some griffalos. I think there's there's a there's a market here. Also, I just want to cuddle. You know, they're 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 I pretty mean, muscular. They they could probably in in the right circumstances, if if you're able to tame them. It does say they're they're aggressive if hungry but if you kept them fed mm-hmm. you could probably yeah. use them as like mounts or or beast of burden oh. if need be or a bomb ass body pillow hey, <laughs> there you go it's going it's go, it's heated it's heated it's so built in vibration massaging vibrations <laughs> as it just rumbles ooh i yeah. wonder if griffalo's purr they do have a feline feature to them. I've never gotten well, close yeah, enough, they, but I wonder if they purr. I mean, they do also have that. The, the, the tusks are more like saber-toothed yeah, tiger yeah. stuff. You're right. So like, they are very reminiscent of that. I wonder. It's like a big cat. Instead of a cat and a bird, it's like a cat and a horse. Cat horse. Cat horse. Griff- cat, Griffalo's I, I, is cat horse. Your Google Home isn't set up yet. Shut up, Google. <laughs> 
In the, the in the ninth world, the Google so can't bad. find you. Oh no man! Way. It's the data sphere. Be careful. <laughs> no, that scared me. Shut up! <laughs> I'm keeping this in the show. No. At least the first Ooh, one. Leave me alone. Don't plug now. <laughs> well, it's really scary, you guys. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh boy. Well, I, I, that's about all I all I have to say about Griffalos. That's all you got for Griffalos. Well, I, I, th- I, I love them, and I need to stop forming such intense kinships with the creatures, Zach. Um, well, you know, I mean, that's kind of I feel like what makes them feel at home for a while until we find them another. Okay, hold on. Uh oh, I just found. I'm changing the one that I thought I was gonna go with because I found a new one. Oh, no. and oh. this thing looks ridiculous. We're doing it live. Hit me with it. <laughs> All right. So the one uh, on the way to the one that I had picked, I found a new one. You guys. Okay. And here it is. Okay. It's called a Han tree. H O N T R I. You can find it on page sixty-six. Oh. Oh. It is a yeah. very large bird. <laughs> With a very big head. That's a very big head. Four wings and very tiny legs. Yes. And in this picture specifically, (laughs) holding a person. It is holding a person. Oh, my God. Sorry, I got stopped in my tracks when I was scrolling (laughs) through this book. Why why it head so big? I don't know. Well, if you read the description, you might be able to figure it out. Oh. The Hantry is a massive bird of prey that has been altered by nanomachines to become a true winged nightmare. <laughs> These avians, with their white and black plumage, are known to and feared by the people who live in their hunting grounds, who sometimes call them winged devils or twilight slayers, which is a very good term. Twilight, twilight slayers. slayers. Yes. The latter nickname refers to the creature's preferred hunting time, for they uh, see as well in dim light as in bright light daylight. Interesting, it's the cheating, nanites okay. within a hauntree's flesh self-replicate so that the uh, when young hauntrees hatch, they have their own technological allies. Weird. Wait. Li- mm. it's, it's a symbiotic mm. kind of thing. Like, these, these nanobots kind of, like meshed with the Han trees and and oh then they kind of continue there, to live on them so when they are birthed they birth their young or when they hatch what does it say when they, they hatch uh, they hatch their egg when they their self-replicate ones. yeah they replicate and then alter the young as well oh that's messed up but very so, interesting these nanite things are they ev- are they everywhere there they are relatively common they're not necessarily everywhere, but it's not unheard of to find them. In fact, there is a uh, terrifying thing called the Iron Wind that is a um, large, like, tornado of nanites that have been driven mad. And if you get into it, it will completely, like, change your reality. It will, like, twist your genetic being into something else. Oh, my lord. Yeah, it's pretty That's terrifying. You scary. want to stay away from it. If you see a, a storm on the horizon, just go the other way. It's bad, oh, but na- yeah, nanites are are common enough that it's it's not unheard of to have something um, be altered by them or or be in connection with them or to have them doing a job of some sort. Interesting. Yeesh. Yeah. No. It also says that um, because of these nanites, they can like communicate with each other telepathically. <laughs> these birds are cheaters. They're hackers. They're linked to the matrix. These birds. These are hacker birds linked to the matrix. They're here to wreck your shit. 
They 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 trash talk you in the middle of the session. They get on all chat and start just dunking <laughs> on you, talking about your terrible KD. It says I think it says that they they hunt in pairs. They have something called they they roll in hunting pairs. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. So they queue up for two v twos. I I I, mean, I I guess so. Or they or, or they or they they do the battle royale style it and they they cheat and they find each other. They they they're able to communicate telepathically and find each other on the giant map and they grief. But they're not going to get banned for it because their dad works for the video game company. Well, that and since they don't have to, they're not using chat. Like you know, they they're fine. They're fine because there's no record Those of birds it. Birds are hackers. Hacker birds. <laughs> Hacker birds. Oh man! It, it it's also important to note that um, these birds also have um, electrical charges, thanks to the these nanites. I'm sorry, what? I don't think I caught that. <laughs> the microscopic machines laced in a Hauntry's flesh allow it to build up a powerful electrical charge. Once per hour, usually on its first attack, it inflicts additional damage. Oh my god. So it's um, it's also a big zappy bird. It's, it a, it's a zappados. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a it's a big hacker zappados. A giant, <laughs> a big-headed hacker zappados that also... Can heal itself. Well, not heal itself, oh. but these nano nanites repair it. So, this thing is a fucking force to be reckoned with. Part lightning, part machine, all bird. Oh, man. All hacker. All cheating at video games. It does say that people have bonded with and rode Hauntries. Whoa. The Hauntry Rider. <laughs> that's That's got to be like a... Um, I'm, I'm now seeing... I don't know how well literature is spread about in in the ninth world, but I'm seeing like an Aragon esque young adult series about the Hauntry Riders. It, it's it's very much a, a there's a lot of oral traditions, so the, the oral tradition of of legendary people who uh, oh, bonded sure. and and had a connection with these Hauntries and were actually able to ride them are are, are spoken among the mountaintops often. Ugh. Yeesh. That's a well, big nasty bird. My, dude, why the four wings? Just more torque? Well, it looks like the back wings are kind of part of like its tail almost. They're just also separate wings. So is it instead like a stealth fighter where its wings are completely stationary the entire time as it just coasts through the air like a giant big beaked X? I mean, it's got, instead of just two wings, it's it's just got more power. That thing's probably fast as hell. Now it's it's you mentioned the big head, Zach. It's not just I, me. Its head looks gigantic in this picture, right? It does. Yes. It does look very. And big. It, it, does this creature is it supposed to have an abnormally large head? You know, it's hard to say. It could be um, that this particular artist it, uh, drew it with a, a big head because that's how they saw it, or it could just be normally sized, and it's just a, mm-hmm. a strange perspective in this moment. Yeah, but the perspective. I would not put it past uh, a creature in the ninth world to have an abnormally large body part. That's where all the nanites I mean, live. There we go. I mean, it's where you go big, bad wolf. Like, the better to eat you with, my yeah. dear. Like. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. It just needs to fly by and open its gaping maw and just, like, you know, what, what's the, in a, a, a Firefly, when they, he bring he takes the ship around and, like, spins it real quick so they can bring the cart up? I don't know. It's like a, is it a barn swallow? I think yes, it's a barn yes, swallow. Yes, 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 But a barn swallow where they eat the, the people coming yeah, in. So just a swallow. Just so a just swallow. A swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just swallowing. Big lightning hacker vor bird. Yes. Vorbird. Man, I'm in love with these things. The four bird. 
I'm in love with these things. They're so cool. This is, uh, and I also feel a bit of a kinship to these because they are creatures of the sky, like I once was. Um, like you once were in another life. Yeah. But like, man, they they seem they seem a little rowdy. Is the thing. Mm. Yo, for real though. This might be a thing where we gotta we gotta start from the bottom up. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta get some eggs. Yeah, you gotta get yourself some well, yeah, that's... eggs. But make sure you have. You might need an adult too because without those nanites, they're gonna end up with something True. different. We're just gonna have random yeah. ass birds, right? This does say it says a legend says that people once bonded and rode with hauntries as mounts. The piece, oh, well, the, the uh, game talk here is this that people are commissioned to find hauntry nests high in the mountains and bring back eggs. This is funny. It says if they succeed, their employer may have her hands full when she discovers that the old legends are false or that the hauntry has evolved into a stage where bonding and riding is no longer possible. Mm. So there, there is a business of finding hauntry eggs and okay. bringing them back. Okay. This is a risk-reward sort of situation, I think. I think it is. I think it is. Okay. I suppose. If we have a fleet of hauntries, because we have, we have several large uh, avian creatures. This is true. You guys uh, have a... I, I've heard of the, the large stock of, of various flying friends mm-hmm. that you have. There's, there's rocks. There's mm-hmm. wyverns. There's griffins. There's... Peritons. Peritons. Still don't know why we got those. <laughs> the pe- did you say pegasi? We pe- got some pegasi. We got some pegasi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does, how does, so, so my question, how does this big bird, where, where, where this big bird fit in with the rest of our big birds and our big flying Like, would it fit in? Or well, like, there's, the- that's a different question entirely, I think. Ooh, do you guys have to separate animals by like where they come from? Do you have like rifts opening up if you put stuff from the ninth world in with stuff from like, Mord's book. Well, we tend to keep to keep species sort of in their own enclosure, or like you know, uh, you know, if uh, the the multiple sort of um, cattle style creatures, we'll kind of keep together. Yeah, but like there's our sub levels where a lot of the like under dark style creatures will mingle together and just kind of do their thing. But for the most part, predators we kind of keep w- with their own species. Yeah. Just for the safety of others. Mm-hmm. And, that, um, and that's probably to be noted, too, that um, what's nice about this bestiary is that it often lists a, uh, a motive. What, what, what do these creatures want for each mm. individual entry? And specifically, Hauntree's hunger for flesh. Ah, oh. great. So they are Well, predators. that's not... Oh, uh, th- yes. I mean, they, it's a, the first words is that it's a massive bird of prey. So that makes sense. Mm, yeah, right. So if you wish to have a hauntry, I'm assuming you're going to want a very large food source. And uh, you're going to need to not be its prey. You're going to need to show it who's boss, you know, or, authoritatively. Or empathetically bond or with empathetically, it, maybe. Or empathetically, yeah. Either way. Yeah. Because, Gotta be, you know, just 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 show you know that there's the the that mutual respect. Set some boundaries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some ground rules. Give it its own space. Some sky rules instead, perhaps. Yeah, sky rules is a good um, good way to do that. Get yourself a couple of those um like light up wand things from the airport so you can guide <laughs> them. Perfect. Well, I mean, you only need that if it's dark. They do see well in dim lighting. The- this is fair. This is very fair. Maybe you can get oh, like a color, a specific color of glow sticks ah. that it can respond to, and that's like your identifying like color markers. Perfect. Ooh, like like with with boats with the flag system. Semaphore. Yeah, is that what well, it's called? That's Semaphore? the one where you like put flags in different hand positions. Yeah, different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you do that with glow yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and then you just kind of look like you're raving to yourself, <laughs> but to your hand. Hon- tree rave. 
ha- a Hauntry rave. It's got those four. It can hold so many glue sticks. Glue sticks. Glue sticks. Glue sticks. A whole bunch, a of, whole glue bunch of glue sticks. It's doing some macrame yeah. while it's raving. Yeah. And it's got that weird that weird hacker connection. Yeah. So, so you know can, what? I wonder. Can because of the nanites can and this telepathic bond can the Han tree experience music as a collective? Oh. Does the Han tree have Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> Can we play music out of the Hauntry? Out of the Hauntry's nanites. Yeah, hang on. I just got to pair up my phone to... Uh, there's it's weird. It says there's a device in range called a Hauntry. Never heard of that one before. <laughs> Let me click it. And then all of a sudden you hear just... You hear party rock anthem from three miles in the sky <laughs> blaring out over the over the landscape. You mount up your 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 Hantry Philippa, and you're like, wait, hold on, before you take off, gotta get that Post Malone going. <laughs> gotta put it into the, the the wireless charging mount that I put on the saddle. Yes, fantastic. And now then we're it ready. just has its beak open, and the sound just emits from the open beak. Yes. Oh man, these things are crazy, dude. I'm very glad that I stumbled upon them while going to the other thing I picked because it was nowhere near as cool as these. <laughs> Oh, we'll have to we'll have to revisit those someday. Yes, um, that'll be. Uh, yeah, no, we've got this fantastic new book. We have so many yeah. options, so many, new so many things. things to bring to our listeners. We'll need to we'll need to visit. Ugh. We need to we need to take a field trip one of these days yeah. to the night world. You should you should come visit. Yeah. You know, and he, here's the thing. I there's actually some things that I would love for you guys to see um, if you do come Ooh. along. Um, yeah, actually, one of the things uh, which I think would re- be really uh, great. For you guys to have here as a companion are the Shanu. Shanu. S H A N U, page 113. 113. Oh, the Shanu. Oh, they're so cute. Shanu are Wait, these what? kind of like little, like mouse like creatures, um, a little larger than that, with long tails with and, and blue markings, bit, and like a little mane going back. Maybe maybe about a foot yeah. tall at most. They look a little bit like meerkats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of, but with a lion's mane. Yeah. But <laughs> if Timon shaved part of Simba's mane and put it on his yes, and then dyed his hair blue, yes. It says, Shanu are tiny, meek, innocuous herbivores that tend to live in trees and amid rocks, anywhere they can hide or quickly climb out of harm's way. However, they are also found in the company of humans and other creatures because they make excellent companions and pets. Hey, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, as lucky as a Shanu is a common phrase, but it's a misappropriation, the bestiary says. Many people believe that Shanu manipulates probability. This isn't the case, but Shanu can help chosen allies that they hope will defend them against aggressors. Interesting. Yeah, they're very, they're very kind of that symbiotic thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, they will seek out things that they feel will protect them, um, and because they're so vigilant, uh, they are often able to alert you to things that will happen ahead of time. Nice. It's like it's like a familiar almost. Yeah. Very similar. Um, very cool. They're kind of skittish. Uh, they like to run away more than anything and, and kind of like a lot of creatures, if you spook them or, or get too close too quickly, they, they will bite at you. Um, but other than that, they don't really have any defense mechanism. They just kind of Aside from their buddies. Yeah. 
It does say that they're very re- resilient and regenerate quickly. So it says even the most injured or exhausted Shawnee was up and fully functional after a night's mm-hmm. rest. So that's and good. and they're incredibly Aww. intelligent as well. Um, they can't speak, but they can learn and understand an extensive vocabulary of words. So various commands and even probably full sentences and understanding the meaning behind them. Um, they, If they find that an, an ally that they feel they can pair with, they are incredibly loyal to it. So long nice. as, uh, and even the ally's behavior doesn't matter, so long as it protects the Shanu. Oh, that's cute. So they're biased. This is an, an, an alignment open situation so it doesn't matter what you're Alignment doing agnostic yes yes as long as you are open to uh protecting the shanu it will stay with you you could be killing people left and right but the shanu as long as, as, long as you're killing the shanu, shanu you're good all right shanu on the sly they're <laughs> a little sketchy they're they're like i'm fine just just watch watch my back they're and really I'll... friendly and really selfish well it's funny because it says that they're they're good for a variety of commands in that their front paws are almost human like. Yeah, they have so like, thumbs. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're watching my back. Sure, I'll hold the scalpel as you uh, steal this person's liver. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I simultaneously, my brain went to so many places and picturing like shanus in different settings. Like when talking about the vocabulary, I pictured like a study buddy shanu who's like Ooh. holding up flashcards. But then oh, you yeah. talk about that and imagine like a gangbanger. With a sh- with a Shanu on his shoulder holding a gun, like <laughs> it'd be a very small gun too. It'd be very cute. Yeah, it and be. just be like, Meh. yeah. But like that, you could you could train them ahead of time if you want to have a variety of different things that they could do. Come have them, you know. Like sometimes if you uh, get like a dog from a shelter, they might already mm-hmm. know like sit and stay. You could probably yeah. teach a Shanu a handful of commands if you are looking for a specific. Uh, place or person to pair them with sisterhood of the traveling shanu yeah there we go a shanu yeah, we could probably a story a movie about one shanu who travels the world and finds a new person and like like it's a group of friends who have been scattered over across time and space but the shanu finds each and every one of them individually and learns a new thing from each person and then Every time it moves on, it's like, oh, you've 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 met you've been back to Janine, that's great, and then eventually they all meet back up and they, within they, the, they the just Shanu see what their lives together. become, you see know? what their lives have become, and what the Shanu has taught each and every one of them. <laughs> what on earth? Featuring um, Dakota Fanning, yes, as the Shanu, yes, she's she's not in that movie. <laughs> No, in this movie she is though. Oh, uh, okay. You fool. I'm fine with it. But, uh, there she we plays go. the Shanu. She no, sorry, it's an animation. She voices the Shanu. Oh. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, no, we could probably get a. Uh, uh, oh goodness, what's her name down in uh, that trains the blink dogs? She could probably Martinique get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be. I think you know if we. Uh, we get some some set sort of uh, commands, you know, trained mm-hmm. into the Shanu, so that once they go out, like they're the, you know they're they're box trained or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's always House nice. Trained. Yeah, that was fantastic the, when I adopted my mm-hmm. little kitty. Mm-hmm. She was already box trained. It was a champ. At the very least, won't shit on your shoulder. There you go. That's the I I, I know it's not a big dream, but that's the dream. <laughs> 
I think it's just because in this art, the Shanu is sitting on someone's shoulder. And it even says so. that, that Shanu are often found perched on other creatures' shoulders. Oh, I think it's perfect. a common place for them. It's like a, it's like like a, a pirate. Like with, with a parrot. With their parrots. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say a, a boo from, a blue, a boo from, from Aladdin. A blue. A blue. Just helping me with all the thievings. Ooh, that's yeah, another real, good. If you were a thief, though. Yeah. Ooh. This is a, a good, a good little uh, friend. Tiny little so hands. You got, you got study buddy Shanu. You got thief buddy Shanu. You've got surgeon buddy Shanu. So back alley surgeon <laughs> buddy Shanu. Uh, you've got uh, trash picker upper helper Shanu. <laughs> That's a mouthful. That was that was a messy way of saying that. But hey, at least the highways are clear, mm-hmm. and you know that's. What Navigator Shanu. Ooh. Ooh. And while you're driving and they're trying, they can like be flipping through your smartphone trying to reroute you around this this traffic jam. But they will also yeah, yeah. press the next button on your podcast and you have to rewind. Yeah, no, I, I want to see like the, the very passive, aggr- not even passive aggressive Shanu that like you're about to miss the turn and like it's told you like five times like you're, you've got to get off at this exit. So it just hops up on the wheel and starts turning yeah. the wheel itself. Like, sort of running, treadmill style. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, Shawnee, that's fine. All right, I'll turn this way. And I was like, oh, I guess. you were right. That way's a toll road, but I got some cash. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can pick out the exact change for you. That'd be great. You just got a buddy. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I, these, are, these are a perfect match, honestly. Yeah. Like, Shanu and Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop are like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I definitely thought that that would be a good match. It's like, a, yeah. Uh, an easy sell. Astute. Definitely. I mean, everyone wants a cute little mouse monkey with a lion's mate. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? I sure do. Now, here's a question, though. Yes. If you're in, say, an environment, mm-hmm. you know, like, 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 you know, let's say modern day America. Sure. And there aren't many dangers, per se, mm-hmm. that the Shanu should be afraid of. Mm. How how good would its loyalty be if you don't need to protect it from anything? At that point, you're just kind of working it, to earn its favor. And yeah, if it's like I don't, need, it's like this guy doesn't need to protect me from anything. I'm gonna go do my own thing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Shawnee. Yeah, I, I I think there's def- definitely a thought there about like urbanized Shanu versus maybe mm, the more yeah, rural right? Shanu. Do you think that, like, urbanized Shanu have, like, their own, like, micro-communities? Ooh. Ooh, like, like, do you ever see the episode of Pokemon when, like, there's, like, the Squirtle gang? Yeah, the Squirtle Squad. Yeah, the Squirtle Squad. That's And the one has the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, be walking down an alleyway and just, like, a gang of Shanus, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Give me all of your candy and Pop-Tarts. Give me all and your like, pocket lint. And, and I'm like, all right, okay. clips. <laughs> I'm seeing like a a you know pan of a, a New York City street, and then the camera dips down like behind uh, like a pile of trash and in a wall slightly, and there is a like little civilization in there that Shanu have made in like the most uh, uh, surprising of places. Yeah. So like kind of like underneath the wraps of everything, there are these little pockets of Shanus just hanging out. Like um um oh uh, an American tale yes very yeah. akin yeah. to an American with, with the tale the mice so 
somewhere else. And they go on adventures, and they song. they gather all the strange uh, little oddities and trinkets. <laughs> oh, you guys ever see Five Goes West? Yes. What a, mo- no. what a movie. Yes. Oh. oh. That was a movie movie that I used to get from the library and watch on repeat. Yo, I love that movie. The spider always scared me. But, you know, if you haven't out there, folks, go watch Five Goes West. I think it's on Netflix. It might have been. It was at one point. I I, I have to watch this. Back to this. Shanu. Shanu. So what happens then? Let's say we have a grumpy Shanu. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like, hey, man. You haven't been really, like, like we've been hanging out for a while, right? We've been doing our thing. You've had my back a few times. I found you a few spare spare coins here and there. Some, what's the currency in, in the ninth world? Shins. Found some, I took, I took someone's shins. Uh, so, <laughs> if I keep, you know, here's a question. When, when that's no, not in not in context. That sounds so wrong. Yeah, yeah. If you um, if you get it like a subject to a very bad like deal, like you got like just real shysted, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like it, are you like, oh man, I took a kick to the shins today? <laughs> you know, I, I haven't heard that, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. That is, uh, that's mm-hmm. sad. The, the the accepted nomenclature yeah. for, yeah. for the ninth world. Your your Shanu picked up some extra shins for you that the, like people had dropped or lost or what have you. But you know it's been like a slow week. Nothing really too exciting has been happening, and your Shanu's maybe getting a little just either worried or bored. It's what do you what do you do? What's your move? What do you bust out to keep that Shanu mm. on your shoulder, as mm. it were? It's a good question. Mm. What's your play? It's your magnum opus. Ooh. Now I got it. has got to be real big. Okay, maybe not your magnum opus. What's your like Valentine's Day gift? I think I think oh. that the same way that I, that I might try to like lure a cat in into a, a specific situation, where I would like maybe create a, a, a cozy little place for it to nest down in, and oh. and some food there for it to have maybe its favorite snack. If I got like Shanu treats available, and then and then kind of just say, look, look at all the things I'm providing for you. Maybe you don't need protection. I know it's pretty safe here, but look at this. You're pretty cozy. You can't beat yeah. it. Yeah, just I'm want to be body. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. I got a song in my heart today, I think. Um, I would take my Shanu mm-hmm. to a trampoline park. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. They can bounce. They can climb. They can do whatever they want. And we'll get some, some pizza afterwards. Stay out on the town. Yeah, maybe go see a nice movie. Who knows? I'm not sure what's in, what's at the box office right now. <laughs> trampoline park. Sh- yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's just, a good pull. Just bounce around. They're they're, they're like cool little, little monkeys. Yeah. They climb on yeah. stuff. So they're very agile. You would jump, 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 jump around. Oh yeah, yeah most lots definitely. Of, cool. lots of so I was thinking more. You know, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Just want to make. I was thinking more. I get up. Yeah, yeah, I got. I got. I get up. I get up every day. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the day. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think what we're trying to say is that Shanu's are great. Shanu's are great. Shanu's are great, everybody. Great. Oh man. So. All right. So here, here's ooh, here's one that I have not encountered before, but in kind of flipping through ooh. the beastie area, I would be curious to know if you guys think you would have a place here for it. Um, mm-hmm. It is a queb. Uh oh. On page one hundred and one. 
Just by the name alone, I'm nervous. Web. So, Whoa. so before Whoa. we had kind Whoa. of like a cat horse, and now we have a cat snake. That is horrifyingly so we, we had awesome. Like this lion or tiger's head, um, with like reptilian eyes and like uh, um, um, the uh, tongue uh, yeah, too. reptilian tongue, like a snake tongue that's forked, and it's got a long serpentine uh, body with like a barbed tail at the end, but it's in, it's furry and striped it's all the furry. way down. It's a weird fur snake. We make jokes that like like UTP ferrets are like cat snakes tubes, are like cat snakes. This is a cat. This snake. thing's a cat oh, snake. Shit. And so it says they could be forty feet yes, long. They are, oh. they are large boys. Oh my god, they are large large boys. So yeah, quebs are furry serpentine creatures that can reach lengths of forty feet. Their tails are oh, tipped with a stinger as long as a human. As long as a human! Their whiskered and maned heads seem more like those of the savannah predators than reptiles. And the web's brown and yellow striped fur allows it to blend in with the grasslands of its native range. But on captive, in captive, quebs, uh, wait, sorry. But on captive quebs, those markings are sometimes painted over with new designs. Huh. These things are nuts. They don't. Ne- a- they don't necessarily hunt humans. They like lizards and rodents and large game. Um, well, that's good. But they do collect in prides, the way that lions might. Nice in the grasslands. And God, that's a whole. God, multiples of these. Yes. But they can also be used as mounts. Who is the idiot? Who is the yeah, f- who's shit. the first idiot that tried to ride one because of these? Because let things? me let me say, they can carry yeah. up to twenty people at one time. Up to twenty people. <laughs> They're buses. Yes. Cat snake bus. Welcome Yo. to my neighbor Totoro. We have another cat bus <laughs> in the works. It says that they hunt in small they prides. Do. Imagine like ten of these things just sidewinding their way through the fucking savannah. They're li- oh my! They're it's an Uber, like it's a group. It's, it's a it's a soup. It's, 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 it's an Uber it's a party bus. Yep. Oh my god, these things are so cool. Uh, they can, Wait, they can also Ooh. be trained to fight in in contests, so you you can have like a fighting ring of webs. Ah! <laughs> Yikes! We don't even need to come up with this sport, Zach. They done did it for us. Well, I don't know if I want to if I want to quite a- advertise put pitting these things against each other. They honestly look like beautiful, majestic creatures. I want them to have a happy life, not a bloody life. Okay, so that's the goal here. Here's that's the dream of the pet shop. Here's the bit then. Okay, gone are the days of of queb blood sport. What is okay. the new queb sport? Because they put the ban on blood sports, all of these quabs are like they're they're they've got that that itch for competition. They want to compete. They want to prove themselves. They want to see and prove themselves to so their adoring fans and give the people what they want. What's the new sport? Got I've got mm. it. All right, queb bobsledding. Oh, queb so sledding. So is are we talking like? Um, Kind of like like luge almost, where you have like a track, and you get like twenty exactly. people on There's a web, and you got to lean into the turns. Exactly. All right, all right. Ooh, and yeah, but they got to be real yeah, intense yeah, yeah. courses because these quebs they, they're, point, they're ready. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like a yeah, it's a skill course, and so at that point, it's almost also like like rowing crew. 
where you have people at different positions on the web who are needed to to steer in different directions to control all that momentum. They're so long, you got to, like, you know, what people are doing in the front's not going to be what people are doing in the back. Can you imagine the training sessions for teams of web writers? Oh, man. Because I'm, I'm imagining, all right, you guys know the movie Cool Runnings, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Jamaica's got a Right, exactly. And they're, they're in the tub, right, practicing, and they're, they're calling out the yeah. turns. Imagine that for, for a Queb team, where, where you're trying to call out the Ooh. turns, and everyone's doing something so totally different, because there's, like, two dozen of you. You would need, like, three for, like three zone leaders, yeah. basically. Well, because you know whatever that, like, has happened in the front, like, the back end, like, they're, like, two turns and, like, a drop away from everyone <laughs> else. So, like... All I'm picturing in whatever the, the Cool Runnings equivalent of the Queb Sledding movie is of just one picture picturesque shot where it is almost like a ski jump where it is a full... The Queb is in, like, full crescent full arc. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... And crashing back yeah, down. No, but, but then it, it has to cut to everyone's face on board, and they're all like, Whoa! And then they hit, and they're like, Ugh! Exactly. Here's something interesting, too. So I, at first I was kind of worried about, like, oh, dang, the people at the back, there's that stinger to contend with. But mm. after being stung, most people develop an immunity to the queb poison. So you have a whole team of people who's just queb immune. Well, yeah, that's like yeah, your you initiation. Gotta, yeah, you gotta get stung. Web sledding. You gotta get stung. You gotta get stung by the queb. <laughs> oh uh, but yo, but after that moment, you and Quibbly the queb, like you guys, y- y'all are tight. You're tight. That is a that is a Man. squad. Yo, I want a queb so bad, you guys. Man. This is they're so, so cool. I, this is insane. I I I've only recently been been thrust into the world of snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as my wife now has one. Um, yes. They yes. are just muscle tubes. Like, if you feel it, like, mm-hmm. wrap around your hand, it is just legitimately all muscle. And now I'm imagining a furry oh muscle tube that's 40 feet long. Like, oh th- these things God. are, like, just a force of power. Yeah. Just a big furry meat yeah. tube. And, and, oh, man. I bet they purr. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and you definitely. can feel that in like the entirety yeah, of the web. Yeah. So well, like that's got, how. It, uh, it, Go ahead, Zach. It has to. It has to start as a hiss. Yes, and it goes into it goes, a purr. It like ends out. Yeah. 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 I think. I think I that's purr. how. Yeah. Ooh, nice. That's I think that's how the web signals to their team that they're ready to go. Because you can feel it. Because you can feel it throughout the entirety Rumble of the, the web. Whole way. Oh, <laughs> yes. Man. Yes. I love it. Queb, queb sledding. Yes. And it doesn't even need to be like snow necessarily. This could be like because they're like they're like savanna creatures. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh no, they could just cruise on anything. Like sand dunes or yeah. like uh, even just like an old water park that is defunct. Oh man! And you take all the crazy slides and and form yes. a super slide. Yes. Yo, with how big these things are, you know you have to create your own like megaplex oh, yeah. for it. Like it's got to be its its own yeah. custom stadium. I this feel track like. has corkscrews. This track has slaloms. This track has loopity loops. This track has man. full airborne jumps. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, very very uh, Beetlejuice esque with the sandworm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, God, Quebs is a good pull. 
that's hot. Thank you for bringing yeah, these to our attention. I figured that this would be a, a like while while I knew that Shanu would fit in really well, I feel like Quebs were fit in, in a different category. This is also a good yeah, definitely. For you guys. We we like our hybrid creatures, yeah. and we like our creatures who have discrete sports designed for just them. It's a, it's a niche <laughs> market, a but it's an important one. Yeah, yeah. So you know, in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I think it's this is the third one, Prisoner of Azkaban, mm-hmm. when Harry gets on that like triple tiered bus. Yeah, sure. The night bus. Um, someone had mentioned, yeah, the night bus, and someone had mentioned, I think it was you, Griffin, that said this thing's just a bus. Yeah. Imagine that scene, but with a crack. <laughs> <laughs> There's the weird shrunken head that's just floating. It's like take it away, Ernie. <laughs> and then it does the weird squish yeah. moment where it's between the traffic. two buses. Yep. Oh, man. Riding on walls, mm-hmm. like oh, as it God. goes up alongside, up and over a top of a tunnel. Yeah, oh. yeah. That part with the old lady when it like comes to stop all of a sudden, but it's like sitting there and it's like I want to munch, <laughs> I want to munch, and you're like, don't do it, quickly, oh, no. don't Not do now. it. But it does Not the thing. Like, it does the thing with its body where like the front stops, but the ends doesn't. So it kind of like oh, scrunches up in the middle in accordions. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, I want to see one of these things do like a corkscrew midair. Ooh. They would. I think there's also on the topic of winter themed sports for these. I think I think Queb ski jump could be also very intense. I could see. Just I could totally have them see. sliding down like like a like a 55 degree angle mm-hmm. to a ramp and just seeing what awesome acrobatics they pull off midair. Yeah. Well, that or just a Quib long jump. Like seeing them do like that that like the the one snake that like does like the what it like cor- like curls up yeah, and then, then springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just coil, see coil, how far coil, they can go. Spring. Oh man, we just have a Queb Olympics. I think that's a, a, yeah. like a Queb Winter Olympics. I think just needs to have yeah, a Queb Link Olympics. Beat me to it. Queb, I'm into it. Man, yeah. every every year we have it in a different plane of existence. Yeah, sorry, every four sure. years. Sure. Every know. four years. Well, every every, yeah. every other year, every two years. Depending on the type, because we have the Winter Olympics yeah, and then four uh, years another one looks better in between. Ooh. There's the summer. I think Quebs yeah, I wanna, are Winter Olympic. Yeah, I think. So. Well, I, I think that could be either. Different events oh, for winter and mm-hmm. summer, but we still have Queb so. categories across both yeah, types. Definitely a Quebagory. A Quebagory. Quebagories. <laughs> God, this name is so fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, folks at home, Quebs are very great. They're very, very great. Go check out a Queb. I heart... This is what I've learned in our adventures and our time together today. I heart Griffalos. Um, I don't know if I heart Hauntries, but they're still cool regardless. I heart Shanus, and I heart Quebs. Oh, man. What a good gaggle we had today. That was good. Thank you for coming, Zan. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't mean to, but I'm totally glad I fell through that portal. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, hey, you know what? You know, Zan, you're mm-hmm. here. You, you just launched a new show. Why don't you tell the folks about it? Give us give us a, a brief synopsis, maybe if people are interested in checking out a new yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, the new podcast that we have out is a Numenera actual play podcast. It is called Palimpsest. Uh, which is a strange word, but if you are interested in what that word means, you can listen to the podcast intro. I give a nice little definition for it and why it applies to the content of the podcast. Hey. Uh, but there uh, you can listen to uh, our group of people kind of uh, stumble through the various 
crazy things that are happening in the ninth world. They come to a community that has a strange structure and some really weird stuff that starts happening. Awesome. Well, all right. Yeah, all featuring right. featuring yourself as the game master. Yeah, correct. I, my, I am game master of that. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Greenlee is on board Mr. with Greenlee, us. Mr. Greenlee, of course. Our uh, boss is moonlighting on another show. Yes, he is. He is. And uh, Rin, uh, who uh, does the ads for you guys uh, sometimes, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah and, no, oh, that grumble yeah, ad, though. No, she knocked that out of the park. Oh, my God. Um, but then, uh, as well, a new voice, uh, Bridget, will be coming on to join the collective as well. Bridget. Oh, Bridget. She's great. Yeah, so it's a good group awesome. of people with some really fun adventures. And it's a little bit of a, a different setting than, than people might be used to. I, I kind of call it uh, science fantasy. Yeah, that's kind of how I, that's how I sort of described it the other day, too. Yeah, it's very science fiction meets high yeah, fantasy. Very much it's so. very fascinating. Cool. Um, and the system itself, for people who are like interested in the the new game systems as well, Cipher is phenomenal. It's it very is. cool. I wouldn't call it rules light, but it's definitely not a crunchy system. It's rules flexible. R- yes, maybe? that's a perfect way. Rules flexible. Um, yeah, it's meant to be story based and um, supposed mm-hmm. to be um, preparation light. You're supposed to kind of just come into it and and mm. experience what is there uh, at the beginning, and it's. What I like about it also is that there's just so many choices for everything. Like, this -hmm. this bestiary is massive, as is the choices for your characters, as are all the settings and the places. And the creators have Mm -hmm. just made a a veritable cash load of information for you to play with. And I know that, like, we will never touch all of it, even if we did this for for years and years and years. Yeah. Mm And yeah, go go check out Palimpsest launching as part of, uh, as we mentioned before, of our uh, new umbrella of uh, Ghostlight Media. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got another path, Pet Shop, Palimpsest, and Shakespeare as the kind of the core four. Ooh, of core four. Ooh, core four is a good yeah. one. Just came up with it. Love it. We, we, got, <laughs> we have to market that. Um, yeah, yeah, of of Ghostlight with perhaps more to come. Who can say? But um, until then, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Zan, Definitely. again. Yeah, for absolutely. Yes, the portal. Thanks for coming. I think by now Tony's got the, probably the portal back to, to send you okay, send you back cool. off. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, he's um, got it a little more uh, stabilized. Cool, so cool. It, who knows? Hopefully, it won't suck you back here when you're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to come back if you guys ever want some more information on anything Numenera related but uh, yeah I think, I think I'm going to head back and continue my research if that's okay sounds good awesome fantastic awesome. well let's uh, sign off real yeah. fast and uh, everyone thanks for coming this has been Zach and Griffin's uh, Multiversal Pet Shop I've been Zach I've been Griffin and I'm Zan and just remember folks at the end of the day it's all about the love baby baby baby, baby. there it is there that's we go Thank you all for listening to episode 25 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing or leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. You can follow along with us at Pet Shop Cast on Twitter or PetShopCast.com. On that website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Nate, Carlin, and Jeremy, for your support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud 
at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We also want to thank Zan for joining us on the show. You can find them on Twitter at Covered in Sawdust or over at the new Ghost Light Media show, Palimpsest. That is P A L I M P S E S T cast on Twitter. You can also find Zan over at the Farrier Game Forge if you are interested in handcrafted wooden tabletop gaming accessories. You can find that at Farrier Forge, F-A-R-R-I-E-R Forge on Twitter. Thank you all so much for listening this week, but we'll be back in just two weeks. Don't worry with another episode. And remember, we all just love you so, so much. Like, you're the best, really. You're great. This has been a Ghost Light Media Production.